What's up, y'all? Respect the chat podcast. Back in the building. A little bit of a late episode. We we usually record on Friday, but we record on a Sunday while football's on. So if there's two hours of dead air, <laughs> it's because we're you know watching. Why. There goes my man Duke Johnson scoring. I'm telling you, with the change of coaches, we'll get into that in a little bit. But here we go. We might be shouting out things like that all day if long. You hear us just scream out of yeah, nowhere yeah. because someone we needed to score scored. That's right. This is episode 31 of the podcast, the Reggie Miller episode. Reggie Miller, deadly shooter for the Indiana Pacers for years. Guy was unreal, killed the Knicks numerous times. Yes, he did. Rich is here. What's going on, everyone? Frankie, you heard before, he's here. Yeah, what's up? And uh, we're just happy, man. We're really happy this episode, especially 31. We've had how many subscribers, Frank? Well, we reached 1,500 downloads, 15. which is a big milestone for us. I don't De- think, you know, that that's quite an accomplishment. Definitely. And that's, definitely. And that's on 30 episodes, so that's not that's not bad. Yeah. So yeah. we appreciate it, everyone. Hopefully that's we it. could uh, keep this growing. Hopefully we could... Uh, Something we love doing, you oh know, yeah. oh even yeah. if nobody listens, but, you know, we appreciate all the love and support. I think it's gotten a lot bigger, a lot faster than even we would have thought. You know, I, I know that sometimes it takes a few years to try to to really like build up an audience, you know, so to the loyal listeners that was with us from the very beginning, we, we really appreciate it, man. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Without a doubt. I wish I knew all 1500, uh, 1500 people I could shout out, but I don't. So I'm just <laughs> going to give a quick couple of shout outs to the people who I know who listen all the time. Uh, our man Josh, Josh Holliker, bro, he, he, my man hits me up after every episode. It's like no more than two hours later after we post it. My man is already hitting me up like, yo, you guys got this on point. Yo, I disagree with this. Or, yo, I love that. So he's been absolutely great. Absolutely great, man. You guys ain't got anybody to shout out as well? We got our boy Greg Ross. Oh, Greg Definitely. Ross. Con, always listening. My boy Will at work. Nice. Shout out to Will. Every episode. Yeah, shout out to the to, to the teachers, my guys at work. I, I know Carl listens to almost every episode, Carl Imp. I know that John, Anthony, and Steve, and Adam, those guys, when they get a chance, they listen. Um, I really appreciate it, man. And if I, anybody else pops into my head or pops into you guys' heads during the episode, we'll just give them a shout out. You yep. know, because right now, I'm just excited to hear that we got that many downloads, and that's a great and awesome thing. Um, we appreciate it all, and we'd love to do this, so. Episode 31. Um, Like I said, a lot to talk about. We got football on the background. So for yelling, screaming, or not saying anything, uh, we apologize now. But a lot of trades. Rich, I know you're going to give us the trade breakdown in a couple seconds here. But a lot of trades in the NFL. I think most trades in the NFL in the last, like, four or five years or something was this this year, right? Yeah, I believe so. I think there was eight. Yeah, eight or nine, something like that. And there's usually about four or five that go on before the trade deadline. This year there was eight, I believe it was. Wow. Which is a lot. Wow. Or or was it eight in one day? I think it was, yeah, I think nine overall or seven overall or something like that. But it was at least eight and there was a ton. Yes, and we, more, we'll, than, more right, than normal. We'll break them down, and I'm, I'm pretty sure I know which ones happened on the day. A lot of players on cut and released, too, you know? Yeah. Brandon Marshall got cut from... Seattle. Did anybody pick him up yet? No. Okay. Bruce, Bruce Irvin. Bruce Irvin got cut. From Seattle? No, no. He was with the, the Raiders. Oh, the Raiders, right. The Raiders. Raiders okay. are just getting rid of everyone, so. Yes. And, uh, That's true. What's his name? Brad, uh, the, uh, shit. I mean, the K- 
<laughs> the Cardinal quarterback. Oh, Sam Bradford. Bradford, Bradford yeah. Sam Bradford. He got cut. He got yeah. cut yesterday. Wow. Well, listen, Sam Bradford, I love you, bro, but you like been sucking up all the money in the NFL oh, and you ain't real. playing, bro. What's going on here? You got to play. The, he has the greatest career for making the most. Well, Hey, like, listen, God bless right? that guy, though, because if yeah. I was him right Get now, he's got to be like – uh, 32, 33. And I would just be like, yeah, I'm done. I'm out. I'm out. I'm I out. made the money. My body, I can't put, I'm not putting my body through any more injuries. I'm young. I look good. I'm healthy. You know, let me go and spend time with my family. And I got enough money to, you know, live 10 lifetimes and, you know, help everybody. So good for you, Sam Bradford, man. I say you retire. That's what I say you do. Unless someone wants to give you more money to come back and not play. Do that then also. Definitely. But they were saying that if someone picked him up, they they owe him like thirteen million next year or something. Which is like insane. That. Who's Extra? gonna pick him up? No one's gonna pick him up. <laughs> no. no. No, but you never know. I mean, know. some people you need a quarterback, know. no? Yes, yes. But not him. Um let's you just waste your money somewhere not else. San Francisco, yes. they don't need a quarterback. That no. kid played awesome yeah. Thursday night. What's his name? Mullins? Nick Mullins. Nick Mullins, man. Yo, Undrafted heard... free agent from freaking southern Mississippi. But but what, two years ago or last uh, year? I'm not sure. I believe he's a rookie. I think he's no, his, no, he's not no? a rookie because he was on the practice squad. Ago. Yeah, he's been on the practice squad for two years. Yo, they said that this guy, what he used to do is he used to listen to all the play calls, like for the last two years on the practice squad or year or so, whatever it is. He listened to all the plays, wrote them all down, every single play that they ran offensively during the, during the game, and then after the game, he would stay and run them by himself. That's awesome. You gotta love that, that kind of dedication. Yeah, that's right? unreal. So and, yo, but, so they're but, like, yo, you're about to play. He's like, yeah, good. Okay, I've been playing anyway. Every single game, I'm re- like, he was ready to go. It was all about just getting the opportunity. Do you want to know the other side of that? What they just put out a thing on uh, NFL.com, right? That Jamarcus Russell. You remember when he played for the Raiders? Yep. Yeah. They were suspecting that he wasn't watching the tapes that they were giving him. So one week they gave him blank tapes, and he came back. Saying how he analyzed the blitzes. <laughs> that oh my gosh! Yeah, and that's why he's not in the NFL. And that's why he's not in the NFL anymore. Didn't even like, put him in <laughs> to look. Oh, but here's man. a here's a here's a fine situation where a player gets the opportunity. Yeah. And he he takes advantage of it a hundred percent. Yep. He went six for twenty-two, mm-hmm. threw for two hundred and sixty-two yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. And he looked great. He looked great Unreal. doing it. You think they're going to keep him as a as a quarterback for the rest of the year? Yeah. Yeah, for the rest th- of the Well, if he can, it's one game, right? It's one game. It was against the Raiders, who are bad. Um, but he looked really good. It wasn't like he had lucky plays or something like that. They, they beat them up. The Raiders are terrible, though. The Raiders yeah, quit. They're unreal. Um, you get to see they're, they're, they're giving up on the field. Their whole, right. their whole body language, everything. You just see yeah. that whole team is just... It's just in a bad spot But I think right this now. kid looks better throwing the ball than Beathard did. And he's yes. athletic. He moves around. He looks like he, he's been, you know, he, like I said, he knows the plays. He knows the offense. Kyle Shanahan's offense takes a while to get to be comfortable with and did. What number does he wear, this guy, Mullins? Four? Mm, number four. Yo, he went to the same college as Brett Favre. Yep. So, nice. listen, my man looks like him when he's out. He's got that, like, gunslinger. That was, like, like, the best numbers put up by someone, like a like a third string or a yeah. backup since Tom Brady, they yeah. said. Good for that guy. Unreal. Man. I think I think the 49ers could, should stick with him. At least ride it out for two, three games. Listen, they're not going anywhere this year. No. You know what I mean? No. So why not give this guy a couple more games, see what he's really about? Yeah. Two years in a row, the 49ers have been in the same position. Yes. And a quarterback has come in. And won like seven games in a row. So hey, maybe he wins like seven games in a row. It's still not 
too late. It's ve- it, I mean, it's late. It's too late. But it, it just seems like, you know, with, what, eight more games left to go? Ten more yeah, games? Yeah, but, so but this whole thing right here is just going to drive his stock up. And oh, the 49ers yeah. could use him to trade down the road at the end of the season. Just, let's just say he comes in and he wins. Let's just say he goes 6-2 and two out of the last eight games. Yeah. You know? Another team's gonna be interested in him as a backup or right. even a starter. So now the 49ers could trade him for for picks or another star player because they got they got Jimmy Garoppolo who's gonna be back next year. Right. So I'm I'm, I'm saying play this kid, mm-hmm. see what he's all about. If he does good, trade him, get something from him. Mm-hmm. You don't need him. You have Jimmy G next year coming yeah. back after the ACL tear. Yeah, but maybe uh, this kid could be good. I, don't know. I know could be cause a little con- quarterback controversy here. Yeah, but and um, you have to you could pay him a lot less than you could put. I'm sure they're paying. Yeah, but Jimmy G's a, contract's huge. You can't yeah. you can't bench that guy. Well, most of that was guaranteed, so they'd just be swallowing all that guaranteed, you know. But um, not if they trade him. No, the guaranteed. Some, well, someone has to right. Oh, them. Somebody yeah, has yeah. to play. That's what makes that trade a little difficult because he's getting so much money. Let's uh, uh, go through these trades that happen. Yeah, hold on. Before we do that, I just want to give a um, uh, what's it called? Shout out. An injury, no, an injury oh. report on. Uh, I think AJ Green right wasn't playing. Didn't didn't play today. So when people listen to this, but I think that's a lingering. The reason why I want to mention that that may be a lingering injury. That people want to look out for. If you got AJ Green or if you're a Bengals fan, what's AJ, the injury? It's a toe injury. Okay, so and, like the same thing yeah. like like Julio Jones had and Greg Olson, like a, similar. Like well, that. Greg Olson's was a foot. Yeah, this is a toe, is and they're saying that Dr. Andrews. No, I think that that's the one that happened, right? No, no, mm-hmm. another one. OJ Howard, another touchdown for Frankie. Come Big on. great pickup, bro. Um, but yeah, AJ Green, watch out for him. So I just make it just makes uh, Tyler Boyd better, uh, in my opinion. And, um, or, you know, they're going to give him more targets, possibly. But A.J. Green, man, that could be an injury. Law. He could be done for the year, is what they're saying. Because they're going to have possible. Dr. Andrews look at him, and they're saying it's definitely going to miss some games. It could go even longer. And Tyler Boyd's stock? Tyler Boyd's stock up. up. And another, I think it goes down. But no way. I think it takes a, I think, it, you know. It could go both ways, lot, right? A lot more attention is going to be on Tyler Boyd. Definitely. Oh, definitely. yeah, definitely. But I still think he's going to be the number one, so he's going to get most of the, the targets I now. I don't believe in that logic. I don't believe I in that. a lot of people do. I, yeah. I mean, it, it's a it's a definitely a viable theory. Yeah. But I think that – I think, like, if Julio went down, that would significantly hurt Ridley because he's in that cushy spot, yeah. which yeah. is uh, where Boyd is, I think. I mean, I think he's a great wide receiver. Yeah. Either way, he's going to do good, but mm. I think he does better. With well, he gets AJ a lot Green of touches already, Boyd, a yeah. ton. And he's got a, a good amount of touchdowns already, too. So, it's you know, it's not like, uh, you know, like a Mohamed Sanu, you know, if Julio went down. I do agree, though. Like, it is like a Ridley in the sense of, like, they kind of play off each other. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I think Will Fuller going down for the year. Um and then bringing in Demarius Thomas, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, really still maintains how good Hopkins is still going to be. Um, and just really quickly, also, Stefan Diggs is out today. Um, he's not playing this Sunday. Rib injury. Rib injury. And they're saying it's he's okay, but with the bye week coming up, they kind of want to rest him for another week. They're playing against Detroit. They should win this game. But um, another one, you know, maybe look at Laquan Treadwell, maybe look at BB. You know, they brought up Don BB's son. I don't even know his first name. Yeah, but, but those guys are going to be irrelevant after right. the bye. And Diggs, so. you know, I just think the, I wanted to really uh, press on that one, the uh, the A.J. Green one, because I think that might be a lingering one, which could hurt in fantasy. And, you know, 
interesting, and the Bengals are in a, a pretty good spot this year so far. So what do we that's, got on the trades, Rich? That's, that's the Bengals, though. Yep, that is the Bengals. I hope All not, right. though, because I love Boyd. So I'm going to go over the main trades, basically. And that's when I'm done saying which, were they, which ones they were. I just want you guys to say who do you think made out the best or what was the best trade in your opinion. Okay. So you got HaHa Clinton Dix traded to the Redskins from the Packers. You have uh, Dante Fowler Jr. going from the Jags to the Rams. Mm -hmm. You have the Ravens getting Ty Montgomery. You have the Eagles. What wait, wait a second. <laughs> when you announced that one, there was a little different tone of your voice there. Though, right? Was that just me? Frank? No, no, no. no. Oh, there okay. was. There no, was. Right. The listeners could pick up on that. <laughs> I was like, because he, he was very excited, well, enthusiastic about the first two. And then it was like, the Ravens picking up Ty Montgomery. <laughs> and, uh, That's a little interesting to me. Okay, we'll talk about it. But What else? We got the Lions. They traded for the Lions wide receiver Golden Tate. The Lions traded Golden Tate to the Eagles. Yes. Okay. You got the Texans. Man, I forgot about that. Yeah, the Texans pick up Demarius Thomas from the Broncos. Yep. This, these are a couple older ones. This is the Lions trade for Giants D tackle Damian Harris. The Saints trade for Giants cornerback Eli Apple. Mm -hmm. Cowboys trade for Raiders wide receiver Amari Cooper, and the Trags the Jags trade for Browns running back Carlos Hyde. Right. Who do you think got the best? So that was. The Hyde one happened a couple weeks ago. Yep. The Eli Apple one happened, happened like, like a week or two week. ago, right? And then Damien Snacks Harris. The Snacks Harris one happened a little while ago. The Cooper one happened before the bye that the, that the um, Cowboys went on. And uh, all right. So who do you think got the best deal? What's the best and worst? I don't know. What, what do you guys think? You guys got a niche? I'm still, I got like a couple in my head that I really want to. I really personally like the Demarius Thomas to the Texans. You I, love that guy, huh? I do. And I think it's going to work out for him with, with, with Hopkins. I think, I just think Hopkins, Demarius Thomas, and Watson, that's going to be a really good trio. That's mm -hmm. going to be something to look out for. And I really think that's going to help out Watson a lot. The Texans are on a roll right now. I believe they're five and two. Yeah, five and two. Well, the Texans? Five and two, yes. This is a week nine. I believe they had their bye already. So I believe they're five and two right now. Yeah. So I just I, I just hot, think man. I just think this is a huge pickup for that team. Who so a team that's gonna benefit a lot from the trade is I, I feel it's gonna be the Texans. Mm -hmm. That's my opinion. I think they're a lot better with Will Fuller than they are with Demarius Thomas. Oh you could think that, but do you think so are you letting that affect how you think about the trade? Maybe. Now here's the thing. Demar it, it, it could be only for a year because Demarius Thomas next year right, yeah. they could they could cut him yeah because either his contract is up or he they don't have a fifty or whatever they don't have another option on him that they don't have to pick up so he could be gone this could be just like they're really hot right now and let's rent them and let's continue on yeah they, they needed one yeah that's who I I I that's who I'm leaning towards but I want to hear what Frankie thinks first best trade I think Golden Tate for a third round pick okay yeah amazing. Yeah, oh, definitely. Third round pick? I agree. It's another weapon. Great in, in, talent, still young, mm -hmm. got a lot of energy. Yep. He, he runs every route spectacularly, can make great catches, has spectacular speed. I think he opens up so much stuff for an offense. Oh, yeah. yeah and I think from a Eagles standpoint, uh, as Kareem Hunt runs all the way down the field, Oh, that was earlier? Yeah. These, oh, these nice. are just Good. Run. Okay, perfect. Cancel that. I said that. We're running through. Um, what are you talking about? 
Golden Tate. Oh, Golden Tate. I think from a fantasy standpoint, it's really up in the air. You don't know what you're going to get if he gets more targets now or less, whatever it is, because they got Aguilar and Jeffrey and Ertz and stuff like that. But from a football standpoint, I think adding another weapon um, to Carson Wentz only makes that offense dangerous, more dangerous. Um, Now he's just got – I mean, having a slot, I think that's where they should put him in the slot – and keep Aguilar, like, in that slot slash outside, you know, like, bring Aguilar in and out, you know, and that's on, you know, times when Jeffrey needs a little time off or Tate or so. But then you got Ertz, too. Whew, man. I think they should have went for a running back. I to agree. To be honest. But maybe this is the thought. is like, yo, okay, let's let's wait on a running back. Maybe we can get Bell well, next year. Clement's playing right. decent, Maybe right? there's and other guys that we can get next Smallwood's year. Smallwood's playing decent. I think yeah. if you have like a high-powered throwing offense, maybe they those two could hold it down for the rest of the yeah. year. Well, that's what I think that's what maybe Golden Tate does. It's like, yo, forget about the running back. Let's wait till next year. We can get a big-time guy or somebody else, and let's use Golden Tate as really that guy to get, instead of handing the ball off, we'll throw him a five-yard, and he and he, he runs with those, man. He's a chunk player, man. He catches the ball, and he runs with it. He's so, not. Frankie said that he's a young player. He's not. He's actually 30, just like how Demarius are, how Thomas. How old are you? Yeah, he's younger than you, bro. I was going to say. He's no, young. I'm 30. Oh. We're the same age. You're old? I'm not old, but I'm not, I'm not playing the NFL. Well, he's old for the NFL. You said Demarius Thomas is old, right? No, I didn't not say me, Demarius didn't say Thomas was old. But, all right, well, older. How old is I just DT? Think he's 30? Stinks. He's 32? DT's 30. He's 30. You got I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to run through this real quick. Marvin Jones is 28. Demarius Thomas, 30. Doug Baldwin, 30. Alec Robinson, 25. Jarvis Landry, 25. T.Y. Hilton, 28. Brandon Cooks, 25. Emmanuel Sanders, 31. No, yeah. I'm just saying. Golden like, right there. All right, Golden so you right think Golden Tate is the best trade. You think Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas is the best trade. I, I'll tell you a trade that I really like that me and Frankie were talking about earlier. I like HaHa Clinton Dix going to the Redskins. Yeah. I think that boasts that defense. They're five and two. I think they could that helps them out a lot. Him and Swearinger back there. It's hard for me to go with like a defensive pick because it's just you know we're so built. Also, around. Flowers to the Rams is ridiculous. That's, okay. that's crazy. So that to me is the best trade. Okay. Because it's not a bad. It's, it's like it's, that was my second. That's right. an unfair trade. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, when is someone gonna be like, no, you can't you want, have all the best defensive players? You wanted a veto. I, want, I would have vetoed that. Like, yo, you have all the best defensive players. You can, and listen. You know, he wasn't even starting for the Jags though, Flower. He was. That's fine, but I think that was more of like a personal thing, you know, with them. Well, it's he like, got in trouble in right. London. Yeah, yeah, he got in trouble in London. Right. But he, he he was late last year. He had eight or nine sacks. He's a double digit guy that gets sacks. And now this isn't oh, the Rams yeah. is the perfect spot for him because it's going to allow him to get those one-on-one matchups on the edge. Yep. Everyone else is going to be worried about Sanu and uh, Aaron Sue, Donald. Yeah, Sue Sue. And, Who did Sue. I say, Sanu? I'm sorry, yeah, same Sue thing. and And Aaron, Aaron Donald. Donald. And now they got Fowler. Um, Brocker you know, over there. Peters is, is, is in the secondary. Tlaib probably come back towards the end of the year. I, oh, my gosh. That defense is unreal. That defense is crazy. If I play, if, if we finally do get Madden eventually, I'm just going to be the Rams. Wow. And Juju is walking off the field real gingerly right now. So you guys will probably hear this later on. But what are we going to do with this episode? We're going to push this right out, Frank? Yeah, I'm going to release it right after. We're oh, okay, cool. All right. Well, Juju going down, that could be a uh, hope. And, and hope. Weddle shaved his beard. Did he? Yeah, gone. Oh, what? wow. Yep. Maybe for that? No Shave November. Um, 
Yo, but I really do like that Demarius Thomas trade too, Rich. I think that I think that guy's got a lot left in him. I agree. I think he's a good possession receiver. Will Fuller opens up more for that team with his speed, but Demarius Thomas is a can catch everything type guy. Um, he's just enough what they need for Hopkins to continue to do his thing and for them to not to key on him. And uh, that's a really nice trade. The Golden Tate is a nice trade to dig. I think that I, I didn't like see one trade where I was like, man, it don't make sense. You know, Ty I think, Montgomery to the Ravens. Oh, okay. So what's the matter? You don't like that one? Well, Green Bay was like, if you're gonna well, do what you did, you're gone. Yeah, they they, they were fed up with him. Yo, how about they the told him not thing? to take him take they they told him not to take the ball out, and he did it on his own. Yo, but how about they put it on this guy like, well, you didn't give Aaron, yeah, yeah. Aaron Rodgers, okay. and he took Aaron Rodgers' opportunity away. Like, yo, we ain't in we ain't in school. This ain't like little kid right, stuff. We're a team. This, this is, is a, a team. whole like, team. Yo, okay, I took the ball out. Yeah, well, okay, and I fumbled it. No telling you. Like everyone assumes that. Rodgers, because he's going to get the ball back, is going to come down and win the game. Well, it's another Aaron, reason why it's Aaron Rodgers like the this best guy. quarterback ever. Right. Yeah, I heard Michael oh, Irvin man. say this today when I was watching the um, the uh, what's it called uh, the NFL Network, like the morning show. I just had the opportunity to do that today. Good morning football. Not good morning football on the weekends. It's something else. It's good. Steve Smith, Michael Robinson, um, Mike Garofolo. And oh, what's the girl's name, man? She's somewhere uh, to see, right? She's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I'll get her name. I'll oh. get her name. Um, but she, they're really good. And Michael, and then later on, the other guys come on, Michael Irvin, and you the know rest she of has the best record for picking the games. Yeah, yeah, at all. Yeah. yeah, yes. Well, Steve Smith is right there too. He's like ten and three or whatever it may be. Um, but Michael, Michael Irvin said that it tonight because that's the game tonight. The Packers versus. The Packers versus the, there's that dead time, t- <laughs> and we can't still can't talk because we're watching the game. Though this is forever, I'm gonna go over this. Packers versus the Patriots tonight. Right here we go. And he's saying it's the most talented, the most gifted quarterback versus the quarterback with the greatest accolades is tonight. So there's that. Okay, which I could agree with. The he may be the most gifted, gifted quarterback, quarterback huh? strongest arm, can move around, got mm. that athleticism, pinpoint accuracy, da 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 da. Drew my Brees. man, my man, Tevin Coleman with a touchdown. Drew Brees gets some, my vote. I love me some Tevin Coleman. Yes. Gets my vote too. But that's going to be a great game tonight. We'll talk about that in a couple minutes. But um, Ty Montgomery, I think, Rich, going to the Ravens is a good look for you guys, man. You like it? I think so. The run game Are you going to play him at wide receiver or running back? Because he was a wide receiver, right? Yeah, yeah. we're not going to play yeah. him at wide receiver, I don't think. I think... To be honest, I, I don't know what we're going to do. I mean, we have Alex Collins, who's good. Buck Allen's a great out-of-the-backfield pass catcher. So, like, Ty Montgomery kind of is just like a, I guess, a change of pace type back. But mm-hmm. he, he's a big guy, too. So, I'm not I'm not really sure where they're going with it. So, I, I, was, that, I, I was kind of confused when we picked him up. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. See if it pays off. Yeah. See if it helps us out. I don't I don't even know if he's getting if, he, if he's playing today. I think the no, he's not playing today. Yeah. I think the move, Rich, is that they needed more running back help over there. The guys who are there, and Alex he probably, they probably got him for Allen, real cheap, right? Yeah, Ty Montgomery are not doing enough. So, um, them getting him like you know boost that running back, um, that running back core there. Um, what's this? Including preseason, the Chiefs have won every single coin toss, thirteen and zero. Odds of that. Are one in eighteen thousand. That's my man, Andy Reid. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Dang, He's a man. The Chief, that's, a, that, that's a fun fact Yo. for y'all. Including the preseason, the Chiefs have won every single coin toss. They're 13-0. and 0. What the? I, you can't be the same. Do they go, go out right there? Do you think no? he tells them what to call or they call when they're out there? I feel like he tells them. Like, probably, yeah, probably, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Ted's, if we're going to go with that's, anything. That's Nostradamus. Wow. That's pretty crazy. That's real dope. Yo, I was really, um, oh, w- worst trade. Do we think there's a worst trade? I don't think there is. I think it, the only, only it's not that the one? worst trade. I, I'm, I, I just question it. Here's oh. another thing, though. The trade deadline's over. What do you think about, uh, you know, nothing? Bell didn't report yet. Right. They didn't trade him. So, what, I mean, what, what do you guys think of that? Nice. When the waters here were running around like crazy. All right, <laughs> Bell not showing up. I couldn't believe. I thought Bell was going to show up. The second um, the deadline the was over. The second the deadline was over. I thought that was a definitely happening, and it didn't. And I was very, very surprised because, one, there was reports saying that he was going to show up, and, two, they said that he was going to – then he was going to show – oh, no, he said he's going to show up after week eight, and then he said – and then they were like, oh, he'd probably show up after the trade deadline cause, so he won't get traded. I was really surprised about that. But – I was too. Uh, so now, to be honest, what do you I, think? I, I don't think he's coming back till week eleven. Correct? When is is that when he needs to come back? He has to report by then. The seventeenth of November, they said he needs to report by now if he wants to get paid. They they have like now. a two week period where he can't play something like that, right? What's that? There's something about two weeks that the, the Steelers could put him on that, right? If they wanted to, yeah. So but, I think he has so to. The, but they would only do that though, right? The Steelers would only do that if they didn't want to get rid of him next year. Because if he doesn't play the right amount of games, then they then he's not a free agent. And That's then right. they got him again for another year, and this happens again. All I know, this is just a crazy headache situation. Right. Or do they want to do that and completely like mess up this guy's career? Like, we'll just hold At you hostage. At this point, they might. You know what? Well, might as well, because Connor's playing good. But they can't uh, franchise yeah, yeah. tag him you... next year. I no. don't think. Yeah, but they can't franchise tag him. But, or could they? Not. I think this was the last year they were able to franchise. Tag. But what if he doesn't show up? Then it doesn't count as a season played. Then they never franchised him because he never signed it. He still hasn't signed the, the the franchise tag. I don't know. We gotta like get somebody way smarter than me to figure that out. That is a crazy thing going on over there. But I was very surprised that that didn't go down. I was surprised that Lashawn McCoy stayed with the with the. Well, they said early the that they weren't going to get rid of him. Yeah, but I thought that was just a bunch of hocus pocus. No pun intended. What about that was the, just Halloween, but <laughs> what about the Jacks not going out and get another uh, a quarterback? What do you guys think of that? You think that was kind of just the media kind of blowing that up, yeah, making that, that a situation was, rather yeah, than what it was? I think they're going to rock with Blake Bortles, but maybe not next year. Maybe they figure out what they're going to do with their organization mm-hmm. going forward. You know, I don't think Blake Bortles will be the starting quarterback next year, or if he is, they'll have they'll have a strong backup in place. Yeah, or they just they start drafting with. young. You know, with a younger guy, and they say, "Yo, if this guy gets the opportunity, we'll throw him in." Right. They'll they'll have a backup plan mm-hmm. next year. Bold sh- prediction: Nick Mullins will be the starting quarterback for the Jags next year. Nice. I was thinking. <laughs> bold prediction: Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to be playing. Wow. For the Jaguars next year, and I he'll don't get know. the you opportunity. You think so? With yeah, his age and everything, he's got to go. He he still got another couple of years to throw. I'm so happy he's back. He's James stinks. Winston stinks. <laughs> you guys made you guys you guys were right. I look like an idiot about that. Of course, I was did. trying to. I was trying to. So up on this guy. I was. The, I was. The problem was your whole logic. Your your logic on wh- why you thought he was going to be good is because he was watching what Fitzpatrick was doing. Yeah. Here, Instead I have of that. Why don't you just have Fitzpatrick? Play I actually have a little stat on him. From this week. So, 
Let me find it real quick. How about this? Most penalties this season. Pittsburgh is number one for most penalties. Kansas City is number two. I wish I got to see more of that there. But Pittsburgh leads. Juju's back in. Okay, y'all. Pittsburgh's been playing good. Yeah, they have been. Yo, maybe this should be our thing. Maybe our thing should be that we're the first podcast to broadcast live. This is like a fight companion, but for football? Yeah, (laughs) definitely. I mean, I could probably figure it out. Shout out to Joe Rogan, man. So check this out. out. Check this out about Winston. Here we go. Oh, In 49 games, he's had 81 turnovers, 45 interceptions, 36 fumbles. And out of those 36 fumbles, 16 of them were lost to the, like, the other team recovered him. Wow, really? The only other player that has more turnovers in that same amount of time mm-hmm. is who? A quarterback. It Wait, shouldn't who be, is it, this? It shouldn't be that hard. Who is this? It's, those are Winston's Eli stats. Manning. Nope. No, Fitzpatrick. Nope. What? No, those are horrible stats. Did you not hear him? Were you not That's why attention? I picked Eli Manning. <laughs> well, Frank said Fitzpatrick. Oh, okay. <laughs> you acting like mine was off. Blake Joe Bortles. Flacco. Oh. oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Told well, I was, you it was I easy. I wasn't off with Eli Manning, though, right? Blake wasn't Bortles it? is the only player with more turnovers in the same amount of time. Okay. In 49 games. Wow. So, to be honest, now I think I'm going to jump back on your guys' bandwagon, and I'm going to say Winston go. has to go. Let's go. I think if Winston goes, the coach goes, too. Dirk Cutter. I think they You both know they go. were talking about Harbaugh being fired. Well, did the, you hear anything about that? Yeah, because they're under pressure. They're on the once again. They're on. They're they're four and four. They started out the year really well. I believe they were three and one. They lost the last. They won one game out of the last five. Mm-hmm. So they're saying, you know, you have another team that's playoff uh, has ca- capability to go to the playoffs. Yep. What are you gonna do? And they're saying this is a huge game. So. I mean, he's definitely he's he's wow. definitely on the you know he's he's running on something ice on the chopping block. So we'll see what happens. I mean, I don't think they'll get rid of him just because what he's done with that team and every year they're they're in the picture. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. I mean, you have to the guy doesn't have any running back, you know. Yeah, I got a stat so we'll for see. you guys here. Hit me with it. Out of two hundred nineteen coaches, this is that's every coach that ever coached an NFL game. Hugh Jackson is ranked. 218th in win percentages. <laughs> Former's Eagle head coach Burt Bell ranked last, but couldn't be fired because he was also the owner. <laughs> Yo, listen, they gave that guy enough, right? Hugh Jackson, they gave him enough games to figure it out, enough years to figure it out. Nothing. How many wins has he had? Did he have as a Browns coach? Two? <laughs> Whatever they know. had this year, right? No, he. How many wins they got this he year? He went two? one in sixteen with them two years ago, and he went zero in sixteen or one in fifteen two years ago. Okay. Zero in sixteen last year. And what are they this year? And they were two wins something. Yeah. So that's three wins. Three wins in three years. <laughs> no good, at all. I agree with. They the- lucky they gave him. He's lucky that they gave him that amount of time to figure that out. There was a lot of analysts I'm hearing like, oh, well, the, the why you fire this year, they got now? a good team. Why you fire him now? You fire him now because you can't do it anymore. You can't fire the team. So you got to <laughs> fire the guy who's putting the game plan, game plan together and the guy that's putting the team together, and that's him. I agree with the Hugh Jackson firing. I don't agree with the Todd Haley firing. Me I neither. feel like he should have been the head coach. I agree. From watching Hard Knocks and seeing how – how he was and how he was, you know, he walked into that one meeting was like, you know, why is there guys standing on the sideline? Yeah. What's going on here? And Hugh Jackson's like, this is my team. I make the decisions, you know. 
whatever, mm-hmm. wh- whatever that whole thing was. Like Todd Haley is all about like if you're healthy, you're on the field practicing, yeah. you're getting the reps in. Well, I like where he was. I, mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, a lot of people agree that he should have went too, but I, I'm with you, Frank. I think they should have kept him and made him the coach. I mean, the defensive coach is good. He's just such a hard ass that I don't Greg know Williams. how. Yeah, I don't know how the players are gonna respond. To Greg him. Bounty Hunter Williams. Oh man, I always gets a bad <laughs> rap for that man. With the Saints. Yo, Pat is putting up 105 points. Already. Oh, is that? That's, he, he's got Connor. Yeah, well, that's fine, bro. I got I got the GOAT left. I got Edelman left. I got Mike. Can't guard me, Thomas. Yeah, but they're left. but they're talking about the, the most points. It's oh, between okay. him and Eddie. Okay. So anyway, um, I want to give a but, quick shout out real quick. Yeah. Uh, let's actually give a little respect to yeah, this wait, one player. My bad. For one second, Rich. I just want to go back to that um, Browns deal for... I like go. the fact that Todd Haley's out. They they have now the guy who's the offensive coordinator is the I believe the running backs coach, or he's something over there. And they love the offensive guys love this guy. Yeah, Baker loves him. The the receivers love him. But most importantly, for me in fantasy, <laughs> is that Duke Johnson loves him, and he loves Duke Johnson. So I say to myself, man, I should play Duke Johnson this week because I think this guy's going to start getting – because he said, yo, one, one of, of the things – feelings? Yeah, yeah. And what did you do? <laughs> I didn't play him. And what happened? He's got 19 <laughs> points. He's killing it. But here's the thing is I knew it was coming, and I'm saying to myself, last year he has like 80 receptions, something crazy. Duke Johnson. And this year, they're not using him. And they draft Nick Chubb, and they get Carlos Hyde. And I'm like, what? Why would you do this? Like, it doesn't make any sense. So, okay, they trade Carlos Hyde. Now they got Nick Chubb and Duke Johnson. Love it. I think it's a great idea. And now when I hear this guy say that, the guy's like, yo, we have playmakers on this team, and one really big playmaker is Duke Johnson. We need to get him the ball. And I'm like, dang, I should play him. And you didn't. But I didn't. I was busy this weekend. So that's – but that's – I love Mike because the only reason he likes this new guy yeah. is because he's a running back coach and he has Duke Johnson on his. Well, yeah, I like team. Duke Johnson, but I've been praising Duke Johnson all year, like trying to trade him. I tried to trade him to Rudy. I tried to give Rudy Duke Johnson this week. Didn't want him. He could have had 19 points, bro. Come on, dog. All right, what do you got? I was let's, let's give a little respect to Larry oh, Fitzgerald. Larry Fitz. You know he is 36 yards away from being the second uh, all-time leader in. Uh, Reception Receive. yards, receiving yards. Receiving yards. Yeah. Jerry Rice is number one. He'll right. be number two. He'll take over the spot of Terrell Owens. Wow. How about the career this guy's having? Yeah. And um, doesn't drop the ball. Doesn't drop the ball. He's got like eight drops in his career. It's He's un- had like a couple years where he has no drops. Yeah. I remember that stat we that looked up like a couple the years ago. Thing I've ever we seen should look that life. up again. Yeah, we got to post uh, that. Some it was like two years with no drops. Right? Unreal. It was unbelievable. Like that. But uh, yeah, definitely respect to Larry Fitzgerald. I'm, I'm, yes. He's definitely going to get it. With I mean, there's eight games left. He's definitely going to get 36 yards. Yes. Take that. Yes. Yo, shout out to Caleb Holliker, another guy who listens to the show. He hit me up the other day with a bunch of things he was talking <laughs> about, too. So shout out to Holliker Brothers, man. Both those guys. We should get them on. Both those guys on board. Both those guys got to get on, definitely, without a doubt. So another guy I wanted to shout out. Oh, Chris Brown. Chris Brown, who was yeah, on an episode course, with us, definitely. Chris Brown is listening to He's the always podcast. commenting back on Instagram. That's what's up. Yo, Chris Brown, I want to get on your podcast that you yes, have with he has on, right? Yep. School, I don't know nothing about science. <laughs> I think that's what it's about. But I want to get on that, man. That is super cool, getting the kids involved oh. in that case. My wife, Katie, shout out to Katie. Shout out she to Katie. She got her, the teacher she works with yes. to subscribe to uh, our podcast this yes, week. Yes, yes. And the teacher said that she's going to listen to oh, it on her great. way home from work. That's what's up. 
So big, that's awesome. Big football fan. Yeah. Cowboy fan, actually. That's why you like her. I do. Well, I like her because she's a good person. Yes. But she I, is. I love <laughs> Shout her. out to Jill. I love her even Because if love, she listens to Jill, her. I love you even more, <laughs> Jill, because you're a cowboy fan. Let's go, Cowboys. Her husband and her son as well. Let's go, man. Let's go. What else we got? How good Duke Johnson is? You want to talk about how good Duke Johnson is? Or no. Not? Yeah, all right. I'd how like about, to give uh, Connor stats compared to Bell if we want to do that you again. You want to do that again? Again? We're going to do that? Yeah, because now it's through seven games. Okay. It. Okay. All right, here we go. Through seven games. I got to pull the record up again or no? No, no. Okay, just checking. Okay. Uh, that's irrelevant. Bell? It's not irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> through the first seven games last year, Bell had 898 total yards and mm-hmm. four touchdowns. Connor's got 922 total yards with nine touchdowns. So he's outperforming them. Okay. Listen, I say it again, and I'm going to stick to my story. Is there a way different team to me? And maybe less of a way different, but a different team. They scheme different. I heard all these so-called analysts say it as well. And I'm like, okay, I've been saying the same thing from my couch, not getting paid for it as well. But I'm saying it on the podcast, respect the chat podcast, listen to us. Um, saying the same thing. The other guys are covered way differently, and the other guy, the other analysts. But are saying when the is same that going to stop? All right. What about this? Answer this question. Okay. Do you think it hurts the Steelers not having Bell with I the do. way with the way Connor's been performing? I do. I think when when push you think is you think is that big of a difference? Yeah. When push comes to shove here in these next couple weeks, we're gonna see what's what, and then going into the playoffs is where I think. If he does sit out, which I, I think this has got to come to an end at some point here, um, is when I think it really starts to hurt. But how long could Connor keep putting up these numbers well, no, before he's defensive take into account? That's a right to keep the same way they do with Bell. Yeah, I well I heard um, who was I listening to the other day on Good Morning Football? I believe it was D'Angelo Hall was saying it. D'Angelo Hall was saying like, yeah, teams just whether they. Sh- he said they should be giving Connor respect, but they're still not, and I think that's a big reason why. He said when I think they start giving him respect is when we're going to see, if, when they start scheming for him, if, they, if he still does his thing. I think that's a big part of why he's still doing good is they're not scheming for him, and he's getting, he's, you know, he's getting those dump-offs. He's, he, they're still not respecting his run. Ability, his speed, his power. So I think he's still getting a lot of love based on the fact that they're not scheming for him yet still. And I think the other guys are still getting hurt by Bell not being there. But I explained that two weeks ago. So if you want to hear my opinion, listen to two weeks ago. It doesn't change for me. I'd rather have Bell. I mean, either way, they're winning right now. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It is what it is, right? I just don't think it's that much of a difference. I I think the Steelers are going to be just fine with them. I think they would have done the same exact what, uh, what how how they're performing now. I honestly think mm-hmm. they would have been doing the same with Bell. I I I really don't think it's that big of a difference Connor and Bell. But that's my opinion. I mean, the reason that they started winning football games again is because the defense is performing better. Yes, defense is doing good. Mm-hmm. And I think a big reason for that is because they were saying that Joe Hayden really took over that locker room. That that defensive team, he, he put it upon himself to become the leader and to push those those young players and mm-hmm. get, get everybody performing the way they should. Yeah. I mean, besides, I mean, Bell, well, not Bell, Connor had a uh, a good first game, and like, there was two games after that where it wasn't that good. But ever since then, that, that, all, that rush attack is right back to where it should be. 
So mm -hmm. that's, you know, back to where it should be. There was only two games. There was only two bad games where everyone kind of jumped on, like, oh, look at their rushing attack isn't as great because Bell's not there. But look where it's at now. It's right back to where it needs to be. Defense is playing well. I think the Steelers will be just fine. I think, though, I think where I get caught up in it sometimes and my, fr my frustration comes um, from sometimes is, like, they, to me, are making it sound as though Bell isn't still one of the greatest running backs in the NFL. Oh, yeah, by far. I, th I, I think he's one Do of the best. Do you feel Him that, though? Do you feel like, yes, Connor should get the credit. He deserves, 100%. Guy's been playing great. One of the best running backs in the NFL currently right now. And just because maybe they're playing better, they're playing good, doesn't mean that they wouldn't be doing the same thing or better with Bell, is what I'm saying. You know, like, if Bell was there starting and playing all these games and Connor didn't get these opportunities, I think they would just be at, be just as good, 4-2-1, yeah, or, exactly or better. Said. They wouldn't be less. No, they wouldn't no, no, be no. worse. No, that's exactly what I said. I think they would have been the same exact team what they are right, now. Right. Maybe a game... A bit, uh, instead, of, instead of tying that game, they would have won it. Yeah. But I think they would have been exactly the same. Their offense is – they they still run the same offense. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Connor's doing the same thing Bell's doing, just yeah, that just Bell has game. that unique way of running and making plays happen. You know, Bell's just a, a freak of a running back. Right. Watching him play is unreal. And I, I'm – I can't wait for next year to see him back on the field. What if Bell goes to the Ravens next year? That would be awesome. I would love it. Like I love wants, Bell. I'm a huge Bell fan. Like he wants to just stick it to the Steelers, and he stays in the division. Let's go. The Ravens need a running back, and they're like, yo, we'll give you we'll give you what you want. Because we're, we're uh, running back away from, you know, doing our thing here. Do it. I'm, I'm, I'm aboard. As I say that, Alex Collins runs in for a touchdown. Let's go, Ravens. Let's go. Yeah, I'm rooting this for the Ravens, is, man. This is a big game and here. And, yo, I love the Steelers and love the Steelers up to this point. And I still like the Steelers. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like, I, they're a team I, I root for if the Cowboys aren't in it anymore. But, like, the more and more, like, I, I like the Ravens too, man. I like both. Like, I wanted to, I could watch just this game all day today. Oh. I was okay with just – yo, we watch the Red Zone for your listeners out there. We do the NFL Red Zone. We love it. It's the best thing ever. We actually just bought it at Frankie's house, put it on Uncle Frank's tab, Uncle Frank. <laughs> shout out Uncle Frank as well. So Uncle Frank provides us now with the red zone, uh, and he also provides us with all the UFC fights we want to see. We yeah. love you. We love you, Uncle he, Frank. He felt that uh, Canelo. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he did. <laughs> yeah, he had both of those Canelo on that Triple last G, month right? payment. Oh, man. Oh, gosh, 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 gosh. Um... <laughs> Yo, I, I, what I wanted to say also is I wanted to give a shout-out to my wife. Um, one year, me and my wife made it through one year of marriage. Yesterday, November 3rd, was the greatest day of my life. Um, <laughs> I got, a year ago, I got to I got to marry Corinne and uh, make her my wife. And uh, I love you, babe. And um, listen to me, please, on the way to work in, in, in full. I know you listen to me, and then you shut the car off, and then you— Sometimes forget to put the episode back on. <laughs> throw, the, throw the episode back on, babe. I know you got to hear my voice. So I love you. So shout out to my wife and uh, all the people who made that possible. I want to give a shout out to my all my family um, who helped us plan that wedding, who helped us throughout the year, um, you know, all our friends, just everybody, man, and who really contributed to me and Corinne making it through a year. We're going to need y'all for the next uh, 50 to 60 years. Y'all help too. So, um Shout out, shout out to shout out to the family. Shout out to family, period. Because family helped us put this episode together, helped us put this podcast together. Give we us the time to let it. us do this. 
Well, well, yeah. Also, uh, shout out to uh, Kate Upton and Justin Verlander. Their one year anniversary is today. Damn. Love all, love all around. Love Look at that. Spread the love. <laughs> spread the love from up above, y'all. Come on now. Yo, the, the best part of doing this podcast today is um, that we get to just watch football and then we can think about guys because there's guys who I want to like shout out and talk about and uh, on during the week and I'm like man what happened again who they play and whatnot but how how about how good this Redskin team has been right? unreal five and two look at and, that grab and now they're struggling against the Falcons who are three and four Falcons are good it's just their defense is hurt could I could, could yeah. I do could I do a little shout out real quick well not really a shout out I want to call out someone whoa here we during go. the week that's the opposite of a shout yes out. it is during the week, I text our baseball analyst Pat Harsh, and we and we and we discuss the games that are coming up in the upcoming week. Uh, who do we want to bet on? Yo, he was right about that LSU game, though. I'll he tell w- you that he was right about that. But all all week we were debating this game, the Redskins and Falcons game. He's like, the Redskins are good at home, the Falcons stink. I'm like, listen, dang, that's not nice, Pat. Falcons are coming off of a bye. I'm telling you, the Falcons are going to win this game. So I believe the Skins are only given two points. They're like, no, 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 you have oh, to go with the Redskins. <laughs> you have to go with the Redskins, he's telling me. I'm like, no, you have to go with Falcons. We're arguing all week, all week. I listened to him. Yeah, whatever team you bet I on, went with the, the Redskins team would have won anyway, Pat, so don't blame that on Pat. No, no, because That's he— you being a mush. No, Pat, you, bro. Pat's won two weeks in a row, big. And I'm like, you know what? This guy's been winning. I've been losing. Let me take his advice for one <laughs> so week. So you made Pat lose. So no, I took the Redskins today. Pat because should be Pat yelling said at that you, you got to go Redskins. Everybody knows that Rich is a mush, and whatever he bets oh on, you need gosh. to bet on the other team. Come on, Rich. So out of my fourteen parlay that I ended up making, it's completely shot now because the Redskins are going to lose. Oh boy! Thanks, Pat. I That's think this, twice, by yeah, the way. There's a lot of time left in this game. A lot of time. Can left. I you know, give you a you, stat about the LSU game really quick? Yeah. Oh, I wanted to ask you guys. Do you do you guys think that Alabama this team this year is the best college football team that you've ever seen? Yes. That team's been unbelievable. So? No. Yes, no. I think so. That team's been unbelievable compared def- compared to like those Miami teams that they had. Compared All, compared to that U, that USC team that was unbelievable for like for like Years and you know, like uh, when this I mean, Alabama team yeah. doesn't give other teams a chance. They blow you out from the second they you know step their on the field. Quarterback doesn't play the fourth quarter. Yes, like there's yeah. they, like you they don't they need to. They haven't played in a close game all year. They blow right. out every single team. Those are dominant performance. Yeah, those other teams had great playmakers and you know they put on a show, but they weren't dominating like this Alabama team's been doing. Fitzpatrick scores. You get you played him. Yeah, good. Um. Yeah, you know, listen. My my um my college football knowledge has been slacking over the past couple of years, but like to me, from what I remember, man, I remember just so many Miami teams with so many studs on the team. I I'm I'm almost positive they put up wins and points. Alabama has been dominant for the past couple of years. I'm just talking about this team this, this team year this year. Yeah, I don't know if I'm it's not talking about ever. like as a program. I'm just saying yeah. like as far as one year. LSU's ranked third or fourth. In the country, they beat them twenty nine nothing last night. Yeah, that doesn't happen when a one and a four plays. Like they're they're well, usually a let, close game. I don't know. Like I said, so I I should be, I could be corrected, and there's uh, there's always room for that, especially in for college football with me. But 
like I feel like college football, like it, this teams, year, is very ragged, ragtag. Like teams are not as dominant as they were in years past. Like teams that are ranked two through fifteen can be beat any week. I mean, that's college football any year, though. Yeah, no, nah, but it, usually there's like what, like five, six teams who are just winning every single game. Like they up to this point now, they got no, like no losses. There's usually teams like that, like Ohio State. Like, they, they were looking shaky, right? Then they finally came back there. Michigan was looking shaky. Then now, the last two weeks, they're blowing teams out. Like, I feel like there's a lot of that happening. But that's college football every single year. I mean, back, I mean... Last year, how many undefeated teams? I feel There had to be about, what, five or six undefeated teams by this time last year? I'm not sure, but I believe there or was one only... one loss or one loss I believe loss there teams. was only one undefeated team at the end of the year, and that was UCF. Remember when they right. flew the banner over Alabama? Yeah. They were, and they didn't even get a bid into the playoffs. Nope. College That's why the playoff bid has to be bigger. Yeah. I mean, I showed you guys a, a, a tweet the other week that uh, Leach from Washington State. What, yeah. What, Pat, what was his first name? The coach for Washington State? Something Leach. Mike yeah. Leach? Mike Leach, yeah. That's it. He, he's a coach for Washington State. He said that how come all these minor league, backyard softball leagues and baseball leagues when you grow up – could figure out that you need a 16-team playoff or an 18-team playoff, and the NCAA football can't can't figure it out. Why why is it still only four teams? Why hasn't it grown to eight or 16 teams? Well, that was the make plan, it, right? To make it four, see how it works, and then expand from there. I don't know what the holdup is, but they're they're afraid of these teams playing a couple more games. If you look at it, if you go 16 teams, you're only looking at playing three more games. So that whole month of December, when you give all these teams off, mm-hmm. why don't you just play this bracket through December? When January starts, you play your other bowl games, and then the final four, you, you, you do the same thing. You do the same thing as what you're doing now, but in that month when you're off, you, you play the, the, the later rounds of this bracket to get your four final teams, and then you do it in January with all the other bowl games. You're only playing three extra games, and if you want to get these players ready for the NFL – then the NFL, you play 16 games, regular season games, and you play through the month of December. So you're not, you it, like, it's, there's not there's not a big difference. There's there, there's not a downfall of having these kids play. Definitely, if they're the elite teams, these elite teams are going to be the teams that are going to have the most draft picks coming from. Yeah. So these are the players that are going to be going to the NFL. So why not make them play those extra couple games? I don't see yeah. anything wrong with them playing a couple extra games. And I think that like and break, they make more money, right? That break in between from a whole the season month. ends and the, the bowl game starts stinks. I forget that college football is even on, and it's hard to get like back into it again. Yo, I want to give. I know Johnny Miglaris is going to love what I'm about to say, but like this is what I remember, right? So this Alabama team. Those were all flashy names. From the U. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. You got their records for those years? Two th- in 2001, because you're saying best team, best team just one year, right? Right. Okay. So 2001, the, the 2001 team went 12-0. and 0. Their record was 12-0. 7-0 in the Big East. Um, that 12-0 and 0 can't be their record, right? They got to be whatever no, 12 no, no. and Twelve and is right because okay, twelve and right. College only plays like eleven, twelve games. Okay, thirteen okay. games max. I okay. think they now were seven the and zero in their conference. Twelve and zero overall. Um, they were in the coaches poll. They were ranked number one in the AP poll. They were ranked number one. 
they played Nebraska in what would be considered the national championship. They played in the Rose Bowl in 2001. That was considered basically the championship before the playoff was started. They beat Nebraska 37-14 to to win their fifth overall championship. But that team going 12-0, smacking Nebraska, this is the team that I remember as I would say is the best team. Because let me just tell you a couple of the guys they had. All flashy names. But all big time players who which probably the Alabama team will be as well but let's just go through them what does flashy names mean because yeah, if it's just flashy names and they don't produce flashy names right they, they, they won 12 and no they won national championship so even if it's flashy names they still but let what me, is flashy names I don't know mean, but let me right? tell you what flashy <laughs> names are here we go Willis McGahee is on this team Andre Johnson Ken Dorsey who played a little well in the NFL but still Ken Dor- Clinton Portis Frank Gore Antro Roll Ed Reed, the greatest player ever, Sean Taylor, Philip Buchanan, he played in the NFL, Jonathan Vilma. You, what That's the, unreal. Jeremy Shockey. Unreal. Oh That's on God. one team, bro. One team. They had Clinton Portis and Frank Gore and in their McGahee. backfield and Willis McGahee. Oh, my God. How many who was a fresh running backs can you have? They had three NFL running backs on their team. They had Andre Johnson as a receiver. Ken Dorsey was a really good. And they were paying all those guys. College, college oh, yeah, football yeah. player. And and we're, their tight ends were Kelvin, Kellen Winslow and Jeremy Shockey. Wow. Unbelievable. Crazy. Where's what's his name now? He, he's a quarterback coach somewhere. He was a quarterback coach for Carolina. Is that's he right. still Ken Dorsey? That's what you're I talking about, right? I think so, yeah. And then, yo, and then Antro Roll, Sean Taylor, and Ed Reed was the secondary. I don't even care. Philip Buchanan was a cornerback, another guy, but I don't even care if they don't have Philip Buchanan. That doesn't even matter to me. That seems just unfair. <laughs> because right the, you ain't throwing the ball. You're not throwing the ball. Oh, wait a second. Guess who they had on the defensive line also? Vince Wilfork. Oh, my God. <laughs> How is this okay? <laughs> the Miami back then were 2001. unbelievable That's players. what I'm saying. Un- That's who I think teams. is the best team ever, overall. Until we see, I can see what this that. Alabama team does. And listen, yeah, they're yeah. good. They're really yeah. good. But, like, yeah, I definitely like that question. Shout us out if you think we got a better. Maybe we should pull that on Facebook. Let's do pe- that. People been doing that. People have been getting at us on Facebook, like with answering. That's what I mean by getting I'm at sure us. I'm sure there's answering a few and, teams that we're calling, even yeah. forgetting. But that UFC, the uh, USC team yes. with Reggie Bush was ridiculous. Wow. That was an unreal team, that too. That Miami team was ridiculous. You know, the, there's a few out there. Oh, yeah. I'm going to put that up this week on Facebook. I'm going to try to see if we get some people to interact and mm-hmm. give a little shout-out who they think was the best. Uh, the Florida team when um, – when Tebow What's his name? Was, was there, Tebow right? was there? Yeah. Was crazy oh good. Oh my gosh! There's Auburn, a lot of, a lot of good teams. Yeah, a lot of good teams. So Rich will poll that, see where that goes. Um, what do, do we have any idea on our records, Rich? Nah, I've okay. been slacking on that a little bit. We'll, right, we'll, get, we'll get back to it. But you guys want to just pick? We're we're, we're going to do a little different this week. Obviously, the one o'clock games are going on right now, so we only have the four o'clock game the Sunday night game, and the Monday night game. So instead of us just picking out of those last five games, I we, we discussed and we just picked three games, and we're just going to pick from them. So okay. I'm, I'll go over to – we'll just do it right now real quick. Okay. So the games that we're going to pick from, we got the Rams versus the Saints. The Rams were giving a point and a half. Who you guys picking that game? And it's in New Orleans. And the Rams are still giving one and a half points. I'm going Saints. Going Saints? Frank, I'm going Rams. I think I'm going to go Saints with Mike. 
Nice. Dang, I'm, I'm switching to the Rams then. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm going, I'm going right. Saints with you. Our next game. Oh, Vikings to the house, baby. Get in the end zone. Defense? Touchdown. That's the defense, too. I'll take that. I got the Vikings. I think D I might one be winning leagues, some man. money in DraftKings yeah. right now. Yeah, this is nice. I love the. I love when the defense. I hate defense in fantasy, but I love when the defense scores for me. What else we got, Rich? What other games? We got the Packers okay. versus the Patriots tonight. Sunday Night Football. Wow, great game. In New Orleans, Foxborough. You got this, the Packers, I mean, the, the Patriots giving five and a half points to the Packers. Who you guys going with? I got the Patriots. You think they're going to cover five and a half points? I hope they do because I'm not rooting for the Packers, so I don't even want them to win or think, give them any energy towards that. I'm going New England. Frank? I said New England wins New England. eight. Wow. You guys are crazy. I'm going Packers. Okay. Packers are going to win that game tonight. That's good. I'm glad you. They're giving. <laughs> not only are they getting five and a half points, but they're going to win the game tonight. Okay. All did right. You, did you put money on that game? Yes, I did. Thank God. That's an easy <laughs> win for us, Mike. Perfect. What do you got? Oh, Tyrod Taylor's back in. By so the way. now we got the Monday night game tomorrow. We got Amari Cooper's debut with the Cowboys versus the Titans. It's in uh, Dallas. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys are giving four and a half points to the Titans. Who are you going with? Dallas. You're covering four and a half points? Yeah. All right. Frank. Versus the Titans. The game's in Dallas? I believe so. Wow. That's awesome. I feel like the Cowboys play 100 home games. The Cowboys are undefeated at home this year. Yeah, I'm going Titans. All right. I think I'm going to go Titans as well. I think the Cowboys only win by a field goal. Why do you they're not going to cover the spread. Okay. Well, the Cowboys the will win the game, Okay, but they're but not going to cover the spread. Okay. All right. Okay. The Cowboys are going by a field goal. All right. I like it. Okay. I think I, they lose by a field goal. So I got, I got the Titans, Packers, right. Saints. I got the Saints, Patriots, Cowboys. Frankie's got the Rams. <laughs> Frankie's got the Rams. Good luck, Mike. The Good Titans and New uh, England. And New England. Perfect. Yo, let's give a quick shout out as we're winding down this episode to um, the UFC fights. Yes. Uh, Daniel DC, Cormier man, beat Derek Lewis, Derek Lewis with a, a submission choke in the second round yesterday. One of the cards we didn't get, we weren't able to get it. Like I said, I was away this weekend, and it just wasn't one we, we want to wait for that uh, John Jones yes. um, card to get. You, you see get that? You see that? That first interview they had? Yeah. That was cool. I think he just said he just wanted to mix it up. Yeah, that's why all not? it was. It was nothing like personal. No, but DC Keep is the first yep. um, uh, fighter in to UFC history both. to defend both belts and win and win. Um, so DC beating Derek Lewis. I, they're saying he's going to fight Brock Lesnar next. Is what they're saying. Um, and Chris Weidman took a L um, <sighs> and took a huge hit to the dome. Man, wow. Weidman by Jacare. I love uh, that guy when he first came in, but. I think he's. I think he's done. I don't he, know what's going on. I don't know man. what's going on with him either. But he can't be taking losses like that. Definitely not in New York. No, a lot of losses. He lost the last time, right? Yes. He won New York and Brooklyn. Yes, right? he lost that one too. Oh boy. So man. I have a question. No, he won I, that fight. He did. Yeah. He lost. Oh, okay. He lost yes, one. Alone. But then he he lost another oh, one though. Right. Okay. But uh, as much as I hate DC, I'm not a big fan of DC. But you have to say he's one of the best fighters of all time. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Right, you have to give him that. Defended the he he defended two titles in two different weight divisions, and won. Never has been done before. His only two losses is to John Jones. He dominates everyone. Yeah, he man, he's really good. 
He's really he has good. to go down as one of the best UFC fighters yeah. ever. He he's ne- I don't think he um the fact that he's that good. He's so so dominant. Like he could he could stand up and bang, he could take you down, he could choke you oh, out, no. he could dominate you, he could do a lot of different things. Rich, that's not nice. A lot of different things to you. But that that's why it makes John Jones even better cuz Jones beat him twice and knocked him out the last time. Just like uh, Big Ben just Big got, ben just got knocked, knocked out. out. Big Ben down, man. Yo, how about this, by the way? Did you guys see this before? Now Tyrod Taylor is the quarterback. Is it because they're getting blown no, out? No, or, no. Whoa, whoa. Oh, they just put big. Tyrod Taylor. Oh, Dookie Johnson, baby. <laughs> I'm a bench, but huge game by this guy. This is what I'm talking about, man. Rudy, you want to find? You want to do something or what, Rue? You want? I guess, listen, I'm going to keep him at this point. You're going to have to give me something even better. Duke Johnson. Two touchdowns today. Yo, that's a penalty, receiving. Rich. Your guy fell on him. What that's happened? Not allowed. Whoa. He's running the ball. What yeah. are you supposed to do? Tag to him, touch him? Definitely. That's a shoulder. He got the wind knocked out of him. He'll be fine. He's you big think ben. so? Yeah. I don't know, man. That's What's a, a big guy, nah, bro? That's a shoulder. That's a bad shoulder right there. Let's go over these basketball a shoulder games. A shoulder out of me. Well, not yeah. even basketball games. Let's just talk about some performances that happened this week. Right, let's shout out and let's start with. I think the biggest performance this week, the proudest performance I've seen this week, Derrick Rose. Yee, yee. I love Derrick Rose. Me too, man. I am so Me pumped too. for him that he got 50. That whole team, when he walked in the locker room, they threw water on him and, yeah, and jumped on you him. You see he was crying in the interview, Un- interview unreal, after, man. man. I got emotional oh, watching Me too. It. I love that guy. I'm so happy. Me too. So happy. He, Me too. He, he's, he's doing good. Yo, he said at some point, he was, they, they asked him, did you ever think about quitting? Like retiring, and he said no. He said I did think about like how terrible it was, and that I wanted to like give up a couple games. He said, but like after after just my performances was, and especially at one point in my career when I couldn't like even walk on my ankle. He said, but I I never not didn't love the game of football uh, basketball. I didn't I never fell out of love for the game, and I always just wanted to keep going. And he said he busted his butt every oh, day. Oh man! And yo, he killed it killed that game. It. And they were, they, they were, I heard Stephen A. Was flapping flapping about. I think it was Stephen A. Was saying like, oh well, they're giving him a lot of mid range. They gave him a lot of mid range shots. So why he drilled them? He was drilling mid range shots. He was drilling step back threes. He was going to the hoop. He was doing everything, man. Everything. When I watched highlights of that game, it gave me flashbacks of when oh. he was MVP with the Bulls. And they were like, do you think you continue to do it? Yo, this guy is capable of playing at a super high level. Derrick Rose, man. Shout out to Derrick Rose. That was the greatest one for me, too, Rich. I agree. 100%. We had another performance this week. We had Clay Thompson. Yep. He dropped uh, 50 points. He made the most threes in a game. With 14. I think he had 50 plus, right? He finally finished 50 with plus. You. Yeah, I had the 50, stats 53 right here. or so? I think it was 50 exactly. All right, so Clay Thompson, 14 threes, most threes in a game. Man. He had 10 in the first half. Whoa, that's crazy. Clay Thompson has three, fifth, three games of 50 plus points, all under 30 minutes. Whoa. Did you know that? He didn't play the fourth quarter of this last game, but he has three 50 plus. He has three. 50-plus games. The one, I believe, was 26 minutes he got it in. The other one was 28, and this last one he just did was 29 minutes. That's insane. That is insane. Right? Yeah. And listen, they have him. They have Steph Curry, who also scored 50 this year, who didn't play the fourth quarter. And they got Kevin Durant. They had 100 what points the? in the first half of that game. That's crazy. They still That's got unreal. Draymond Green. 
They still got Boogie. And Boogie this is my whole argument when you guys were saying that if Houston got Butler, you know, they would they would beat Golden State. I think it's easy to like compare on paper those players against other players, but at any time any one of those players on Golden State could be the best player in the NBA. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. Um I'd James, rather have James Clay Harden, on my team than, yeah. than Jimmy Butler. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Nah, not me. I'd rather have Jimmy Butler. I'd rather have Jimmy Butler because I think Jimmy Butler is a better defender. He could take it to the hoop. He could shoot. I think Clay Golden Thompson don't is care very one-dimensional, though. though. I know. But like on a team, if you don't have other guys surrounding Clay Thompson, I don't think Clay Thompson could carry your like be like a superstar. Well, he hasn't had to, right? Right. But we no. don't know if he could or not. I, that's what I'm saying. I don't think he could. I'm trying to. I'm looking into the future. I don't think he. He's like a. I think he's a very isolated player in catch and shoot, and that's about where it ends for me. I dis. I mean, fourteen threes. That is a catch and shoot type guy. But like, I, he ain't taking the ball to hoop. He ain't locking nobody down on defense. You know what I'm saying? He to me, I don't know. Yeah. I think he's a good definitely player. Definitely not. I'd rather have Jimmy Butler. Nor does he need to. No, he doesn't need to, but that's what makes that type of player one-dimensional is you got to be around other guys. Like Jimmy Butler can go on any team and still be dominant, to me, at least, because he has such a uh, an array of – his game is is a bunch of different things. What do you think, Rich? Clay Thompson or Jimmy Butler? Who would you rather have? What are you doing, Texan Pat and talking flack? No, no. Uh, that 50-point game that Clay had, too, there was some, like, ridiculous stat. Like, he only dribbled the ball 11 times that whole game. See what I'm saying? Yeah, great. <laughs> That's what I was trying to find as you guys were talking about it. Yeah, okay, and and Derrick Rose, nice, like, Rose had, like, 98 dribbles in that game when he scored 50, and Clay only had 11. Mm-hmm. I was, That's what I'm trying to find That's right now. That's what I'm basing off. If he's on another team, I'd, I, don't, I don't think he's— Right here it is. Clay Thompson scores 60 points. On 11 dribbles in just 29 minutes. Right. Catch and shoot, man. <laughs> Catch and shoot. Unreal. Which, listen, is great. He's a, he's a really good player, but I think he's one-dimensional. And that hurts when you're going to be a free agent next year. Like, people are like, oh, well, this is where the Lakers should be going after Klay Thompson. I, I don't know if that's the answer. I think it helps. Oh, this is a different game. Dang, you're hating. I'm sorry. But th- I'm not this, hating. I'm this not hating. I'm, you asked me which guy I would rather have. I said Jimmy Butler. I, I think told I would you take, why. I think I would take Butler, too. This is a better nice. all, overall player. Clay's not going to take, so, o- take over the game so for you. He needs someone to dish in the ball, and he's just going to shoot. Yeah, I, I agree with yeah. Mike 100%. But, which LeBron James could do. But on yes. that elimination game he plays for the Lakers. a couple of years ago, who did they rely on to win that game? It was Clay Thompson. On a catch and shoot, though. Here, Caius fixed which, my... Which is good at points, but I don't think it's for the longevity of the season or a playoff run. I mean, it's been working out, no? Well, listen, you can't tell that because they're in that game because they have Steph and Durant also. If it was just Clay, I don't think that opportunity presents but they've, itself. they've won with just Clay and Steph without Durant. Yeah, it was a different. It was a different. Well, and that Clay, was Steph. Clay's just sitting in the corner waiting for the ball. Clay's just sitting in the corner waiting for the ball to shoot. Standing and but waiting. You, like you, Steph ha- me you have to get open, right? Yes. I mean, you. That he has great movement without the that without guy the ball, right? And shoots it in a millisecond. <laughs> he doesn't need to be open, and he doesn't even need to be in range. Clay Thompson. He'll shoot from the parking lot. Great. He's open, stepping out of the. You're Lambo. literally making my point for me. Let no, me but fix I'm this. Telling, it doesn't. It doesn't generate. Oh, Ben's back in. Oh, I think. Dang. Um, anyway, let let yeah, let, let me fix this error I just had. Clay Thompson only took five dribbles. 
Perfect. You said 11, even better. Five. All right. Last year, he had a game where he scored 60 points. He dribbled the ball only 11 times, and it was only in his hands for 90 seconds that whole entire game. Right. And, and he shoot, had 60 baby. points. Catch and shoot. And Derrick Rose. Which is not a bad thing. But Derrick Rose in his 50-point game. How many dribbles do you think he had? I was way off. You said 90? Yeah. Oh, well, then it's uh, Way. 190. Higher. It's a, it's, 300. It is a record. Who counts the 653 dribbles? dribbles he took in his 50-point performance. Does that make his 50-point uh, game better, though? I to don't me, understand. To me, it makes his better because... Because of the dribbles or no, because no, no, of the different no. shots that he was making? Yes, okay. because of different shots he was making. And because he's playing on Minnesota, no Jimmy Butler that game. It was basically the Derrick Rose show out there um clay thompson those other guys make it so that those shots are there for him like he could take how many shots did he take who clay yeah i'm not sure I he, could look could, it up right here. he could take those shots because if he starts to miss four or five of those or ten of those threes because he took 14 <laughs> threes like the other guys are just picking it up you know what i'm saying D derrick rose can't miss those shots derrick rose there's pressure on him with those shots he needs to score 50 for minnesota to win he scored 52 in 27 minutes clay thompson yeah yeah we knew that it was just quick but yo listen shout him out what's his name uh steph curry scored 50 um steph what was that curry, kid from the the kings deandre fox. fox i don't think he scored 50 though I think it was 30. 30, yeah. I think it was 30. He had a big game. I think there's a there's a there's a surge. I think it was like a 30-point triple-double or something. Yeah, it was something it? crazy, though. Yeah, something crazy. I couldn't find it before because I was looking up that crazy Miami well, team. The only other rookie to do that was LeBron. Really? Yeah. Dang. He's pretty good, this kid, DeAndre Fox, too. Uh, let me see if I can get it. He had 31, yeah, 31 points, 10 rebounds, 15 assists. Man, that's really good. You have to do that if you play for the Kings also. <laughs> I don't even know who else plays for the they Kings. They scored 30 points that game. Unbelievable. Unreal. Um, what else? We got anything else, Rich? I think that's it. Right. I mean, we haven't talked about this. Uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring it back up real quick. You and guys don't want to give a shout-out to the Red Sox? I thought we did that I'm last week. <laughs> I thought we did that last week. Nope. No? Shout-out to the Boston Red Sox. Oh, World that's right. Series champs, man. That's tough for me to even say, too, because I was rooting for the Dodgers. But um, the Red Sox did it, man. The Dodgers fell short again. I heard Clayton Kershaw say he's going to stay there. He just signed the deal. In LA. Three year. Yeah. Three year, $93 million deal. Okay. Yeah, well, when I heard that, when I heard it, it was like a couple, it was a week ago. He said, I'm staying here. I'm here. This is not, we'll, we'll get one. We're getting one. Um, but shout out to the Red Sox, man. Really, really good team. Great pitching, great hitting, great overall coaching. That was good for them. Good for them, man. Oh, Big A sent me some questions about hockey. Want to try to give our best to get these covered? Because I oh. promised him that we would talk about it a little bit. I hope I can even answer them. Let's see what it is here. Yo, give, yo this has been... Give the old... Uh, how about this here? 30... The, the old the, try. The um, Kansas City Chiefs and the, and the Browns have a close game going. I'm interested to see if the Chiefs could pull that game off, man, huh? That would be something else. I'm going to show you a picture right now, Mike, and I want you to like verbalize your uh, response, okay? Uh -huh. Because yeah. they they can't see your reaction. This is DeAndre Hopkins' uh, Halloween costume. Did you see it? DeAndre Hopkins, no. Halloween costume, no. Whoa. <laughs> Was he an avatar? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. He looks like he's in the movie. 
I'm very surprised. That's Before how I look the right paint, now. after the paint. Yeah, after the paint looks like he could you could place him in the movie and you wouldn't even know he's not that he's real. Crazy. Dang, that is crazy. Shout out to DeAndre Hopkins, man. I love DeAndre. All right, Hopkins. here we here we go. Player. You want you want the question? Yeah. Who is the best player of the last ten years? Sidney Crosby. Yeah, I think it's Sidney Crosby because of the championships, because of the goals and the assists. That's what I would say. Alex Ovechkin is right there. And then my hockey knowledge is like What about I would say the goalie from the Kings? Uh, who who is he? What's his name? Uh, I know who I don't know I don't know the nothing about hockey, but I know yeah. who you're talking about. That goalie is unbelievable. Really? Yes. I don't know his name you though. Are you sure you with the Kings? Are you talking about the Tampa Bay Lightnings? Uh, no, 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 the Kings, the Kings LA Kings. Why are you hitting those? Uh, yo, Jonathan you're making us look bad right now with these hockey Jonathan questions. Quick. Yeah, Jonathan Quick. All right. <laughs> what, All what right. about King Henrik? Henrik Lundqvist. Yeah, I mean he's up the, there, but not the best. The, the goalie for the, for the best hockey team in the world, the New York Rangers. Rangers stink this year. You know that. It's they fired year. their coach to get this new coach, and it's not panning out. It's this year. It's all right. Hockey's the best rivalry in NHL history. That. To me, anybody it's, got any to idea? Me it's the, and I was talking to Pat about this. To me, it's the Pittsburgh Penguins versus the Philadelphia Flyers because okay. they both play in the same state. There's a ton of fights during the games. They're both pretty good. They're both v- good teams, so they're relevant and stuff. Sidney like Crosby so. never throws down. He never takes off his gloves and fight. And one game last year when these two teams played, Sidney Crosby threw his gloves and fought another nice. player. I don't know who it was. Was nice. it Simmons? Is that his name know. on the, on the Flyers? Oh yeah, yeah, yes. W- w- did, are those the two that fall? I don't know. But Sydney never ever fights, and he and he he threw his gloves in one we'll of these go games. With that one. So yeah, we'll go uh, Penguins Flyers. Okay, here we go. We're plowing through these. Two more. If you were starting a franchise today, who would you want as your first pick, and why? Man, this is where you gotta kind of know the players, <laughs> right? I mean, just uh, Sidney Crosby's older. I'm going to need your help for this. I'm going to have go to go Sidney Crosby for every answer. I'm going <laughs> to. Because that's all I know. <laughs> who's the player on the team that I like to play when we play hockey on PlayStation? Does that help? <laughs> they got the green jerseys. That really Dallas narrows Stars? it down. Yes, the Dallas Stars. Who's their main guy? Oh, man. Uh, so is he young? He's a young player. Young he's good, and too. really good. Yeah. Um, let's Dallas see. Stars, right? Yeah. Uh, number 88, I believe his name is. T- oh, Tyler Sugan. Yes. Tyler yeah, Sugan. Yeah, he's really good. Tyler Sugan. That's a good move. I like that there. I, I got no clue, Big A. Shout out to Big A getting a job with the NHL, man. That's what's up, man. You got a NHL. You got a good guy over there who can edit video like a genius, man. Taught himself everything. Guy knows what he's doing. Shout out to Big A. Happy for him, man. Shout out to Big A. I know he listens to the podcast every now and then. I like that. Yeah, that's why you wanted us to do one of these. Yep. Shout out to Pat. Shout out to Pat, who listens to the podcast, who comes on and does our baseball games with us, man. What's the next one, Frank? I'm going Sidney Crosby. The next one's going to be really hard for us. Dang. This is going to be really hard. What defunct franchise would you bring back? I don't. Pat answered this one for me, too. I forget who he said. Me, too. The Ottawa Senators. I don't know. The Ottawa Senators, <laughs> they still play. I got no idea. I don't know hockey. I, hockey is hard for me. This would be like asking Dennis, my man Dennis Kramer, man, asking him football questions because he would be like, I kind of know a tiny bit about football, 
but not enough to answer it. Big A, I'll put you in contact with Dennis and Pat, and they'll help you out. <laughs> Love you, man. But I, we got to get someone on here. We got to get a hockey. Well, Pat, Pat could hook us up, right? Yeah. All right, we're going to shout out to Pat. I'll, I'll ask Dennis if he wants to come on, if he still knows as much hockey as he did in the past. Boom. Is this going to happen? Oh, yo, this guy's got a ton of catches today, Tevin Coleman, man. I'm pumped. Get up. Nice and smooth here, too. Good. Love me some Tevin Coleman. Ridley, Calvin Ridley, return possible head head injury. Awesome. Oh, man. That's <laughs> tough, right? Make a trade um, for the guy and he gets yo, hurt. I was, oh, I, I, I was thinking about doing a, a, throw a little fantasy in there really quick before we close out the episode. Um, me and Caleb were talking. Like I mentioned, Caleb before. Might be doing a trade with Caleb or Rich this week. So I might have myself a little nice trade this week. What? Coming up here. Yeah. Yeah, I may do Keenan Allen and OG and um, Jordan Howard for OBJ. Gotta be somebody else, Rich. I think gotta sneak in there. No, yeah, <laughs> giving you two solid guys, man. I got really no one else to get back, but sure, I'll give you something. Right, we'll back. think about it. We'll think about it. And uh, you know, you don't have Ingram. Mm, no, I don't think he does. Not in that league. No, and Caleb is offering me Chris Carson. Not wild about him. Let me and, ask you two a question, Boyd. Boyd. I love Mark Ingram scores four points again this week. You agree that I was right? What? That he's not the guy over there? Ingram scoring twenty five tonight. Okay, and that's what you well, said last week too, though. He well, scored I, six. I hope Alvin Kamara scores forty tonight, though. <laughs> no, yeah, I think Ingram has. I, I still up and down goal. all year. I promise you, he's only played three, three, two games, three games, three yeah, games, and two of them stunk. Let 20. him play eight. Two he, of them stunk. He'll be all right. To the, right. to the end of the year, you're going to change your tune, bro. I still have faith in Ingram. your tune. Okay. But, all right, y'all. Respect the chat podcast. Episode 31, the Reggie Miller episode. Also, Greg Maddox, another Hall of Famer. Mike Piazza. Mike Piazza, another number 31 who rocked the 31, man. Um, we'll be back at you with 32. Another episode. Subscribe to us. Respect the chat podcast on Stitcher, on the, on the Apple podcast app. Um, iTunes, iTunes, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Instagram Twitter, uh, EliteSportsNY.com, um, T-shirts in the near future. Let's <laughs> say near future. We're gonna try to work that out today. Um, but we need to we need to respect we need to get the T-shirts going because we need to respect the chat gang out there. We need people wearing those, spreading the word, and uh, hooking us up. But we got we got to record over the one o'clock games. We're gonna enjoy the four o'clock games and. Um, let us know if you like that we're doing it over the games. I know you, hopefully you guys are going to be listening to it probably when these are over or so or whatever it may be. But um, we got to sneak in these episodes when we can. We're busy. But shout us out. We love you guys. Peace.